0: John 21, 15 to 25 Okay, let's begin reading So, when they had dined Jesus saith to Simon Peter Simon, the son of Jonas Lovest thou me more than this? He saith unto him Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee He saith unto him Feed my lambs He saith to him again the second time Simon, son of Jonas Jesus saith unto him Feed my sheep Verily, verily I say unto thee When thou wast young Thou girdest thyself And walkest whither thou wouldest But when thou shalt be old Thou shalt stretch forth thy hands And another shall gird thee And carry thee whither thou wouldest not Verse 19 This he spake, he is signifying by what death He should glorify God And when he had spoken this he saith unto him, Follow me. Then Peter turning about seeth the disciple whom Jesus loved following, which also leaned on his breast at supper, and said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? Peter saith, seeing him saith to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? And Jesus saith unto him, If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? follow thou me. Then went this saying abroad among the brethren, that the disciples should not die. Yet Jesus said not unto him, He sa- shall not die, but if I will, that he tarry till I come. What is that to thee? This is the disciple which testifieth of these things, and wrote these things, and we know that his testimony is true. And there are also many other things which Jesus did That which if it should be written, everyone I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written Amen May God bless the reading of his word Let us turn to God and ask him for help Our Father in heaven, we thank you for drawing each of Thy children safely into thy house And also bringing Ignatius back into our midst Lord, we pray as we come, that you search our hearts, show us our sins, that we may confess and repent. And Lord, we pray that you be merciful to cleanse us, to wash us of all our sins. And Lord, we do ask that even now you will be with every group and with us to open our eyes, open our ears, our understanding. Lord, we want to know our Saviour more, love Him more, obey Him more. And Lord, we do pray that you would grant us this desire Lord, increase our love for our Saviour and our obedience to Him. So speak to us now, Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Did you pray? Are you sure? Did you close your eyes? <laughs> now, if we turn to God, we must be serious, right? God is present. Is God present among us, Cornelius? Yes. So it's very serious. Let's turn to God in prayer. And be serious. Now we turn to God in His word, alright? So we have to be attentive. Now, Jesus here is the last moments in the book of John where we have record of the Lord Jesus speaking to his disciples. Alright, so it is very, very precious. Before some of them left among our midst, was it very precious? You'll grab hold of them, talk to them as long as possible, and hope they don't go back, right? And this will be the last few moments. The Lord Jesus will be speaking with them, so it's a very precious time. I forgot to give you all the sheets. All right, so I won't ask you questions anyway. How did you know it was there? Okay, you saw the paper and you just took it. Okay, any any anyone need pen? Everyone have pen? Okay, everyone have pen. So only white ones smiling. Okay, the girls in front too. Enough. Okay. You can give me the extra. Thank you. Okay. So let's relish um, these last moments where the Lord spent His time with His disciples. Okay. The Lord spent His time with His disciples. Now who remember what was this scene? This scene was where were they? They were on the Jennifer, do you remember they were on the where were they? Where were they at? What's the scenery? They were at the sea, right? They were at the sea. Ilim and what were they doing? Having a picnic. What were they doing? At the sea? Forgot already. What did Jesus do for them, Veronica? You remember what did Jesus just did for the disciples? Wow, everyone forgot. Chloe, what did Jesus has? What did Jesus do for the disciples at the seaside? He fish. <coughs> they, yeah, they. Well, he had fish already, and he cooked for them. Very good. So Chloe, remember Jesus cooked fish for them right and also there was there were bread also so verse 15 jesus dined after jesus dined so imagine all right so imagine caleb imagine they all sat around jesus and jesus have barbecued fish for them right he cooked the fish and then they were eating and then they were talking all right so this is the scene understand this is the scene now so here jesus dined with them and then jesus turned to simon peter all right, and say Simon, verse fifteen. Uh, Simon, son of Jonas, love us thou me more than this. Okay, Lovest thou me more than this. Now I ask in the question one: What did Christ ask Peter three times? Uh, what did Christ ask Peter three times? Cornelius, mm. love us thou me. Very good. Three times, right? Now the Lord can ask many things many things, right? Peter, are you fool? Hmm? Or Peter, how have you been? So they're sitting in the crop. The Lord said, Do you love me? And he asked him how many times? Three times, right? So Caleb, do you remember why we were saying very likely Jesus asked him three times. Why three times? Why three times? Say again? The what? The rooster Can't hear The rooster The Rooster The rooster (laughs) Okay, the rooster Alright, because of the rooster (laughs) What about the rooster? Christ denied uh, Peter denied the Lord three times, right? And the Lord also asked him three times In return Hmm? Maybe it's because of that Maybe because of that Um, So you also think it's the rooster problem (laughs) Okay um, not because of the rooster, right? Because he denied Christ three times Now, the Lord asked him Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Those of you who read the King James Bible um, Thou means what? Uh, Justin Not those of you All of us should use the King James Bible It's the most accurate Thou What is Thou Thou. You forgot what is thou. Then, have you been reading the Bible? It's all over, you know, thou. You forgot what is thou. Look, I forgot how to explain it. Oh, I forgot to explain it, but what is thou? Is it the do? Like, do, not, do, do No. You. <laughs> okay, thou means you, right? You know that, right? So thou, you. Now, s- huh? Okay. So now, now, now Okay, Ignatius Now, thou and you, what's the difference? Thou is old English thou is, Okay, thou is old English And then you is Modern English Now, why, why do you want to use That particular word? Do you see you in the, in the King James Version? No, are you sure no? I sure there's no U. Can someone find a U for Inesius? <laughs> there, there are U also. So or what? If no U, is what? E. e. Very good. All right, E. Now, why E and why thou? Persons. Specific persons. Which one is specific persons? this is singular or plural singular. you see persons all right so after this you all will remember right <laughs> after this we every everyone will remember all right ye plural all right thou i'm glad so it's not because old english all right so when you see thou is singular very specific god is speaking to very specifically any way anyway we know he's speaking to peter right so, ilim. Whenever you read um, ye, is Jesus talking to many people or one person? Many people, right? You ye, okay. Thou will be specific, very very precise to a particular person, alright? So you understand now? Caleb, you understand? All right. Thou means singular, means one person, a particular one ye you is plural all right so now so here the lord is talking very specifically to simon peter and they say do you love me three times now um joshua now what should we learn about our relationship with christ christ looks at peter peter has fallen into sin denying the lord and then he asks him do you love me peter do you love me Thou lovest, lovest thou me What would come to your mind About our relationship with Christ We ought to love the Lord We ought to love the Lord Correct But remember I I brought up Christ was very specific Personally to him Ignatius eh, Ignatius Joash If the Lord look at you and say Joash, do you love me? Is talking about a very... Do you love me? Personally, you know? The Lord looks at, very personal. i give you the hint too strongly. Very personal. Now, the Lord knows that Peter has fallen into sin, right? And Peter was probably feeling um, very remorseful, very sad. Right or not? Would you? The Lord, you deny the Lord that way. Um, and then, the Lord wants... Peter to really understand his personal relationship with him and his personal fellowship. Although Peter has denied him, maybe Peter felt that the Lord has put him aside, but the Lord turned to him. Okay? Now, when you and I sin and the Lord restores us, forgive us, we should love him even more. Right? We should love him even more. Now, I'm not saying that you want to love the Lord more so you go sin more, right? You go sin more and then God forgive you more than you love Him more. Obviously not. But every time you fall into sin and the Lord forgives. Now, the Lord looks at us us and do you really love me? Do you? Do you really love me? The Christian must have a very personal um, walk with the Lord and the Christian must have a personal experience and know God's forgiveness And as a result, love him much. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you remember there were, the Pharisees, they were very, very proud. And then there was this woman. She came to the Lord. She was weeping. And then do you remember what she did? Brenda. What's this woman? She came to the Lord. And then she was weeping. And then, in fact, she wept so much, she wiped the Lord's feet with her hair. Clean the Lord's feet. And then the Lord said something to the Pharisees in front of her. Because the Pharisees, do you know who this woman? She's a woman, you know, you should not be close to her. You should not let her touch you. What did the Lord say? Don't remember that story? Is it the one where they the No, not 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 the a adulterous woman, another one. Uh, Susan, do you remember any? No? You have you read your gospel? No, yeah, I I don't remember. Don't remember the story. Okay, Shenri. the person who has sinned is forgiven or? Yes. He who is who has been forgiven much will love much. Alright? Because the Pharisees now, do you think the Pharisees are forgiven uh forgiven much? do you think that the Pharisees don't think that they need to be forgiven but this woman because she sinned she knew her sin she asked the Lord to forgive her of her sin and because of that when she knew that she was forgiven she actually loved the Lord a lot right now that is a personal experience um, we must always have and think about and treasure Alright. If you think that you don't you have not been forgiven much, you didn't commit much sin and um nothing much to to forgive you of. Um okay let's turn to the passage I found it. Luke seven, shall we turn to Luke chapter seven? Right, Luke chapter seven. Verse thirty-five, verse thirty-six. All right, Luke chapter seven, verse thirty-six onwards. Now, this is the woman that anointed the Lord Jesus' feet. Um, Okay, shall we read um, verses? All right, verses thirty-six to thirty-nine together. One, two reading. that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisees' house, and sat down to meet. And behold a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat and meet in the Pharisees' house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood at his feet behind him weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with air hairs of her head, and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment now when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it he spake within himself saying this man if he were a prophet would have known who had and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him for she is a sinner alright so here you understand the scene what's happening so this woman goes behind the lot, lets down her hair She's weeping and um, the uh, box of ointment, she broke it. Now, if, it, if the ointment is stored in the alab- alabaster box, it means it's very precious. Understand? Alright? She broke it. And verse 38, uh, weeping, washed his feet with tears. So she was crying that much. Wiped it with her hairs of her head. Kissed his feet even. And anointed with the ointment. And look at verse 38. What did the Lord say? He knew the heart. He could hear, right? He, could, he knows the... He knows what the... Would Jesus know what the Pharisee is thinking? Hmm. She's a sinner. How can Jesus let him go near her? Go, let her go near him. Jesus, how does Jesus know? He knows the thoughts of every man. Let's read um, verse forty-eight together. Verse forty-eight to fifty together. And he said unto her, Thy sins. Oh, sorry, my, my mistake. Now, um, verse forty-five to fifty. Let's read together. Thou gavest me no kiss But this man, this woman Since the time I came in Hath not ceased to kiss my feet My head with oil didst Thou didst not anoint But this woman hath anointed my feet With anointment. Wherefore I say unto thee Her sins which are many are forgiven For she loved much But to whom little is forgiven The same loveth little And she said unto her Thy sins are forgiven And they said unto me, with him began to say within themselves who is this that forgiveth sins also and he said unto the woman thy faith have safety go in peace so the lord says in verse 47 those that do not understand how much they therefore forgiven love little when was the last time you felt like that to the towards the lord now, this woman, she came, she knew that she's a sinner, she knew Jesus is God. And she just came desiring forgiveness. Um, all right, maybe next person. Uh, Jennifer, what does it mean for a woman to let down her hair in those days? Do you know? No, like you, you got long hair, right? right they tie it up. Now, in those days, do you know? Uh, the ladies are asked. Brenda. Her hair is a glory, you know, they, they don't let it down um, and they definitely don't use it to clean, let alone clean someone's feet, right? So, when she did that, it was a sign of very deep humility and love um, before the Lord, right? Um, so, when was the last time you felt this much love for your Saviour? If every time we go, we pray, Lord, forgive me for my sin, we don't feel anything, alright, thank you, God, for forgiving me, and then move on, what happens? It means that we really have never really pondered and thought thought of how much we've been forgiven, right? Alright? So, when we come to the Lord, we should really ponder upon how much we've been forgiven. Have we, do you think we are any better than this woman? Well, the Pharisees thought like that. Right? The Pharisees thought like that. Um if we have a very low attitude of sin, a low view towards sin, yeah, it's sin just a small sin. Um, every sin is worthy of hell. Hmm? Every sin is worthy of hell. So, so the next time we come, we must have that kind of thankfulness. So here, now, so the Lord draws, draws Peter to, to, um, to himself and say, let's turn back to John, let's turn back to John. Okay, John chapter 21. The Lord looks at him very specifically drawing Peter to a very personal um, experience of God's love. Have you experienced that? Do you know of that? Um, when you do your devotion, when you do your quiet time, how do you do your quiet time? Elim, how do you do your quiet time? You pray and you read the Bible, right? do you think about jesus right We must think about think much about the lord jesus our quiet time should not be just simply okay now i've done my quiet time i read i know this passage i understand and then that's all it must be really desiring a very personal experience of closeness of knowledge of your lord all right we're not talking about the charismatic experience where you sit there and then you break up in sweat or you uh, fall down on the floor and roll around and say, whoa, I feel Jesus near me. All right? We are talking about a very um, clear understanding of how much He has forgiven us and therefore how much we must love Him. All right? So when you do your devotion, when was the last time you know of that? When was the last time? See this person, the, this lady, the moment she saw the Lord, her heart melted. Hmm? Remember, some of us when we first came to know the Lord, I remember someone said, "I cannot mention the name Jesus. When I talk about Jesus, I, I just can't talk anymore. I, I just want to cry, because every time that just the name makes me know who He is, what He has done for me, and how much He has suffered for me, because I know that is Jesus." Right? So, when you call Mummy, what do you think? What feelings do you... Okay, Veronica, when you call mommy or daddy... For you, I know daddy. When right? <laughs> you call daddy, what do you feel in your heart? No, no, I remember when we were in... When we were in Myanmar. Your daddy told me what happened. Do you want to know what happened? The daddy said, okay, night time, face time. So, he called back and then was on the iPad. What do you do, Veronica? What do you do, Daddy is calling. Daddy is calling. Then it's saw so the Daddy. What did you do? You took the iPad, you hugged it, and you run around the house. You say, "Daddy is mine," <laughs> all right? <laughs> and you cry, you cry, all right? So, oh, she cried. <laughs> you, she cried. All right. <laughs> Both cried, all right? How much? Are we like that? We hold the Bible. The Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus. You know, the Lord Jesus. Is mine Um, So the Lord asked Do you love me? Do you love me? So when you From now onwards When you do your devotion Justin um, Joash When you're in the army um, It must be like that Look for the Lord Love him much Because he forgave us much Alright So here Peter The Lord has forgiven Peter For um, A terrible denial But the Lord asked him Do you love me? Do you love me? Now, question number two. Now, what did Christ ask Peter to do if he truly loved him? Uh, wait. Where do I stop? Um, I think I stopped at Elim. Veronica, Jesus say, oh, you? No, no. I think I stopped. I didn't stop. Did I stop at you? I did. Okay. So, what did Jesus ask Peter and say, "If you love me, what should you do? If you truly love me?" Peter if you love me, if you love me, feed my sheep." All right? First time in verse 15, feed my lambs." Second time He asks, verse 16, feed my sheep." Then the next time again, verse 17, feed my sheep. feed my sheep." So the Lord says, "If you love me, feed my sheep." Now why? Why? Why do you think so? If you love me, feed my sheep. Next, Cornelius. Why? After you have been forgiven, you do something for him. Okay? Um, close. Close. D- do you realize, do you notice the Lord didn't say, if you love me, um... Repent. Well, he has repented. Did the Lord say, if you love me? Now, um, Caleb, if you were very naughty, then Daddy said, don't, 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 and you did it, and you did it three times. Alright? Then when Daddy comes, he said, Caleb, have you learned your lesson? Then Caleb say, yes. Alright? Do you love Daddy? Yes. What would normally they say? Now, Caleb, have you learned your lesson? Then, then what? Then the punishment, <laughs> okay? Well, that, maybe Daddy already punished you, alright? Or maybe Daddy didn't punish you and say, Cornelius, hey eh, Caleb, have you learnt your lesson? Then you say what? And then Daddy will say, then. Then what? Then you don't know. Why so good boy? Never get scolded before. Justin, what what happens? Don't. Don't do it again. Does they say don't do it again? He never ask you that. Alright. So normally is do you love me? Yes. Alright then? Don't do it again, right? Normally is don't do it again. Don't do it again. Don't do it. But it was not about don't do it again. It was feed my sheep. So it's a quite an interesting conversation. Why do you think so? Caleb? Eh? Hey. Justin. Why? If you love me, can you love me? Don't do it again? No. If you love me, feed my sheep. Why? Ignatius, why? So you ask, no? The Lord will I look at you and say, "Do you love me?" Then go and cry, and weep, and for your sin, then don't do it again. But the Lord says, "If you love me, feed my sheep." Why? Um, yes, that's one of the things he did say. When you are converted, then teach others. This is don't 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 fall into the sin I fell into. All right. Um, Cornelius was quite close. Joshua, why do you think so? So we have to think. You know, when the Lord says, "Do you love me?" He's going to say, "Do this" or "Do that." Not to be stuck in sorrow now that 's one of the reasons, yes um, who was Peter Peter is an Peter is a one of them Peter was a fisherman, good then um, the Lord made him an very good, made him an apostle, right the Lord made him an apostle, a fisherman to an apostle, so he remind him your Simon Peter, right? Simon, so whenever the Lord used his old name, eh? your Simon, son of Jonas, is to remember who you were before. And then, now he says, feed my sheep, means he is, telling him, that, say again, do his will, very good. Why do you say that? Hmm. No black. Now this is Peter. This is Peter. Okay? The Lord says, I've I've forgiven you. They say, Do you love me? If you love me, then feed my sheep. Alright. Feed my sheep. Um, Peter was fisherman to apostle, right? Then now God's will for him is to be an apostle. Now, feeding his sheep will be one of the apostles' role, right? To bring the word to them. So it's to do God's will. Now, if you love me, if you, if you love me, then do what I have saved you to do. If you love me, do what I've saved you to do. Understand that? Okay. God is not asking all of us to go be apostle, right? To be pastors. Um, and all that but it is do my will my will for you is to be an apostle now what do you think okay now it's to Brenda Brenda do you think now Peter knew he was an apostle alright God called them the 12 and then they were selected then he'd been following Christ around so he knew he's among the band of apostles then he denied Christ three times And then Christ looked at him, right? Do you think Peter would have felt that... How do you think Peter would have felt? Very good. I don't deserve... I don't deserve to serve you anymore. I don't deserve to be an apostle anymore. Or most likely he would even think that Jesus would... Cut him off. Jesus would probably cut him off say... Hey, how to be an apostle? You know, he denied me three times. Jesus might not be interested anymore, right? And then he asked him, You really love me? Now, did Jesus appear to Peter privately before this? Before? He has. He has. So now I ask you this question, huh? Eh? Right? So you think carefully. Remember they were having having they were dining, right? Maybe they were all sitting down, huh? Eh? Then got fish, right? I don't know fish skewering right fish look like chicken <laughs> right fish uh, it's a fish then so the disciples were sitting around right sitting around sitting around sitting around correct but he will talk the lord jesus will talk to peter oh okay peter sitting here he will talk to peter peter is among them why do you think the lord did not talk to him like that when he appeared to him privately before why do you do it now susan Why do it now? After performing his miracles, yes, he, pre- he just performed the miracles. But why talk to him about this now? Why? Because it would remind him of what he was first called. When he was first called, okay. But um, publicly now, why don't he just? Time him privately, all right, you know, I restore you. Why publicly now? Not sure. Hmm. should hmm. Right, so Peter denied the Lord publicly, right? Now, other disciples also knew. And when the Lord restored Peter, he wants to restore him publicly. So that the other disciples would, would wonder, really not did the Lord did did the Lord restore him or not right like Brenda say I think the Lord would have cut him off you know I think it's just the ten of us now right but the Lord purposely do it in front of everybody say Peter do you love me feed my sheep three times the people heard him saying to Peter feed my sheep right feed my sheep three times in fact you will see you look at verse 19 verse 19 he would say follow me he would say follow me so now everybody knows that the Lord said, okay, you continue to follow me. I didn't kick you off. I didn't um, cut you off. All right? Now, um, so three times. So is the Lord very kind? The Lord is so kind, right? The Lord is so kind. Now I want to... We must learn something from this. Have you been forgiven of your sins, Chloe? Did the Lord Jesus forgive you? Did he forgive you much? Do we have much sin? Yes, and the Lord forgive us much. The Lord love us much, right? So do you want to love the Lord Jesus? You want to love the Lord Jesus, right? Alright, so, Chloe, the Lord says, if you love me, what should you do? To Peter is feed my sheep, lah. Because God said, God chose Peter to be an apostle, to feed his sheep, Right? So God says, if you love me now, you go and do what I save you for. Feed my sheep. So if Chloe, if you want to show that you love Jesus, what should you do? Well, one of the thing he said, follow me. Right? If you love me, now feed my sheep and follow me. All right? So one is Peter was Peter was feed. So do his will and follow. Feed and follow. Right? So Jennifer, if you want if the Lord says, if you love me, and Jennifer says, Yes, Lord, I want to show you that I love you, what should Jennifer do? Do obey him. Obey him means whatever God wants you to be, to do, you do. Right? Obey him. Now Christians, please just now in question one I say we must know the Lord and we must love him, correct? We must know the Lord and we must love him. Now how do we know? How do you really know? That you really love the Lord? How do you know? It is not I read, Well wow, Jesus is so loving, so I cry, cry. Well, we should have emotion and feelings towards the Lord. Alright? But is that all? No. The Lord says, if you love me, then you do my will. Okay? Uh Emily, eh, Emily. What is God's will for the Christian? To preach the gospel, for example, right? Preach the gospel. Alright, be a witness. In other words, be a witness for God, right? Be a witness. Okay? Um, why does God want us to preach the gospel? Jennifer? Hey, uh, Veronica, why? Not sure. So people can be saved, people will be saved. All right, I need you to pay attention and think very carefully eh? Because I don't want you to Have the wrong idea of what it, is a, what it is to be a Christian So Cornelius Why does God want people to be saved? Why does God want people to be saved? To do His will Okay, what else? Caleb, anything? Not sure. Justin. God wants people to be saved. Why does God want us to be a witness, to preach the gospel, people will be saved, to do His will is one. Why does God want people to be saved? To glorify Him, right? So, what is the chief end of man? To glorify God, correct? So now, what is God's will for every Christian in this life, Ignatius? What is God's will for every Christian in his life? Peter is to be an apostle to fishership. You, everyone, common. Very good to glorify God, right? To glorify God, okay? To glorify God. Now, so God says. God says, uh, 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 Joshua. Joshua, if you love me, live a life that glorifies me. Hmm? Generally. uh, uh, Joash, if you love me, how do you know that you love him? In the army. How do you know that you love the Lord when you're in the army? Yes. How do you know? If you keep his commandments, you live a life that will glorify him. Alright? So if you if you if you follow the bad crowd, do their bad things, tell all those bad jokes, do you glorify him? No, right? That is a proof of love. Understand that? So Brenda, you're you're studying what are you studying? Alright, you're studying pharmacy, alright, Brenda. You're studying pharmacy. Now it's you. What is pharmacy to do with all this? So if you love me be a pharmacist. If you love me glorify me right do my do my will. So how does studying pharmacy fit into all this? Because it's something you do every day right? You go to university how do you, how do you draw university I don't know. You go to university every day, all right? You study, you mark and then uh you do projects and then now you're going to work temporarily in a sh- in a shop right? So you work in a shop What has it to do with all this? God has placed you here for a purpose. And? To the people around you. Shine to the people around you. For what purpose? That they will see Christ. To glorify Him. Right? So do you understand why you study? Do you understand why you do anything, Justin? Why do you do anything? Why do you go to school? Because this is our everyday life, correct? Uh, change ink. This is our everyday life. Am I right? Oh, sorry here. Everyday life. Get up, study, go to school, do homework, come to church, serve. Every day, right? Every day you study when you do things. Yes. What must be constantly in our minds? So for you, next time you're gonna be. 24 by 7, army, right? Constantly, our mind is, what we do here actually does not matter in a sense. What matters is what you're doing is always being a witness to God, glorifying Him in all that you do. Understand? So, is it such a big deal what you do here? You must find His will and know what it is. Alright? But when you're doing this every day, day in, day out, all that's on your mind is, how do I witness for him? How do I serve him? Right? You must serve, correct? Peter, go feed my sheep. Not just sit there and be a good testimony and that's it. Serve. Alright? Um, um, preach the gospel, witness, be a good testimony, serve him. When we are here, he is constantly witnessing. Right? Witnessing. What else? Serving. For example, in church. What else? Obeying Alright um, So everything That we do If we are doing it for Him That man may know Him That we be a good testimony Then you know that you You love Christ Okay Now if you all this you do for yourself Then you say I love myself Now so when God says, do you love me? Now you turn back to John chapter. The first time when he asked Peter, do you love me? Look at chapter verse 15. Now notice that the Lord says at the first time, what did he say? Let's read together. Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than this, right? First of all, now what are your these? Susan, uh, what's your this? Your these will be this, these things. For Peter is is his fishing career and his fishing boat and all that. That's his this, all right. For example, so for us is our this. Do you love me more than this? Then then God will say, Susan, do you love me more than your studies, your future career, your family and all that? Do you love me more than this? Then Susan say, Lord, you know that I love you then the lord will say therefore do my will which means that when you're doing everything here it will not be first it will not um it will not be something that is more important than him so now you know why we say all right now you know why i say justin when you're studying all right justin um you know it's holiday right for example, during weekdays. When you come to Bible study, when you come and serve, when you don't do your when you don't study on Sunday, you go to nursing home to keep the Sabbath, serve the Lord because you love Him. Do you think that your studies may suffer a little bit? Or suffer some compared to those who have so much time to do all those things? No. Why? Because you're very smart. No. Why? Because the Lord will help you. But what if, if your results are really not as good as the others? Then it's okay. Why is it okay? Because the will of God is to do all these things, right? The will of God is to do all these things. And therefore, when you're living here, when you're doing these things, if this is more important to you, then you won't do all this. Because you don't want this to suffer, right? So you will give up this Then can you say that you love the Lord? You cannot So any student will say I love the Lord But I'm not coming for fellowship I'm not, I'm not going to serve Him I'm not going to do all this But I love you, Lord But I'm not going to do your will I'm not going to do all these things in my life When I'm doing all these things Then you cannot say I love you Correct? So now you understand why When we are doing all these things If some of these things suffer So be it As long as I am doing what is God's will for a Christian. God's will is not for a Christian not to serve, not to worship, not to um, do anything for him, not to evangelize and just live for self. That is not God's will. Right? God's will is follow me. Follow me. Okay? Alright, so it's just the same for you when you go to army. Army is like that every day. How do you know you love the Lord? When bad friends come along joeys don't go to church on sunday only one day out of camp you know let's come up with us they say wow all these are very fun friends but Josh will say because i love him i will make sure that i go to church i serve him i learn about him i grow so love is not just a feeling that's what i'm trying to say love is making real decisions for the lord every day when you're living your life all right that's what the lord is telling him peter do you love me you love me? If you love me, do what I intend for you to do. Feed my sheep. And when Peter is going to do all this, what is going to happen? Look at the next part. Now, so you say you love me, right? You love me, right? You love me. And then, after he say, you say you love me, then verse verse 18, he tells him that he is going to be, what does it mean? Uh, Wait, where did I stop at? Jennifer, what does verse eighteen mean? What does verse eighteen mean? Say again, Peter. What happened to Peter when he dies? All right, this is a description that Peter was stretched forth his hands, will be bound, led to where he don't want to go. He's talking of Peter will be crucified. Peter will be crucified, right? Verse 18, Peter will be crucified. So the Lord says, "Now, if you love me, feed my sheep. If you love me, feed my sheep. If you love me, feed my sheep. And then Peter, you're going to be crucified. What do you think the Lord is saying? What do you think God is saying? Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Peter, you're going to be crucified. What do you think God is trying to tell Peter? Hmm? Not sure, a bit difficult. I want to try? Um. So the question is, okay, no more long hair, huh? Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Because I save you, I call you to my apostle. My purpose is for you to feed my sheep. Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Peter, you're going to die by crucifixion in doing that. Because that he, will not fear because he, loves he will not fear, okay. Later on, we we'll talk about that, yes. Is to remove his fear also. But at this point, why do you think that? Why? Veronica, do you know? Why would the Lord say, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Peter, you are going to be crucified. Not sure. Wanna try? No. Not sure, okay. Okay, Justin, I come from that way. Why? Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. Peter, you're gonna be crucified. Because Peter say, "Yeah, I love you." Is it that Jesus is to, that this is why? You deny is this why Jesus says that's why you deny? So Jesus said, "You deny me, so you deny me when I was crucified. So I want you to be crucified." Yeah. Then what you say? Uh, the rest thing, I'm coming to you. Not sure. Ignatius. Ignatius, the Lord said, "Ignatius, if you love me, go do this. Ignatius, you're going to die a very terrible death." Um, it's for Peter to serve the Lord before his death. So, it's, serve, you with your son? Okay, that is later it's also. So Peter to serve the Lord Peter's God says you're going to die so you Well, why Why say God can just say Peter serve me before you die but Peter you'll be crucified In the, uh, G- Joshua why? Peter once feared death, now he, once feared death. now he would have the opportunity to show his love to the Lord he yeah. actually now if have opportunity to show his love. Yes, that is the later question. Yes, correct. That is what the Lord also intend. He would, um, and he would show his love to the end. Okay. Um, yes, correct. That, that is what, what the Lord wants him to learn. Also, what do you think so? Uh, this this he saw the crucifixion. is a very shameful that. Mm-hmm why he wanted to he liked Christ but so Christ gave him an opportunity to uh, show to prove his love okay so all of you said the same thing um, yes that will come to that uh, Brenda Brenda if you love me glorify me live a life that glorify me and Brenda you will suffer terribly why does the Lord say that to to Peter why does the Lord say that why? Okay, second chance of redemption. Um, yes, so since you're all on that, um, yes, I mean, that that is definitely true. Now, so Christian, please remember this. Uh, but I, I tell you, the thing that I'm trying to point out. When the Lord tells us, when the Lord told Peter, Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. And then God says, but you'll be, you, this is the death that you will die. He's telling Peter the cost. Peter, the cost of loving me and doing my will. Peter, you need to know, if you really love me, this is what's going to happen to you. Are you going to do it? Hmm? So Joash, if you love me, be a good testimony in the army for me. That's God's will, right? And stand and don't fall. But, but Joash, you will be mocked. You will be bullied for being a Christian. People will single you out because you're a Christian. Sometimes they do, right? So, so God is saying this will be the cost. But Joash, do you love me? Then Joash says, Yes, I do. Then Joash, this is the cost, right? There's a cost in loving Christ. So loving Christ is not just, wow, a very happy feeling, go to church, go to school, go to work, and then feel very loving towards God. But once you do His will, God will say there's a cost. Right? So sometimes the cost is, alright, it means I serve, um, I witness, I obey Him. Sometimes some, I may lose out on some things. There's a cost. Do you love me? If you're to live this life, then, in Peter's case, well, Peter, there is a great cost for doing it. So they will crucify Peter for, for being an apostle, for preaching Christ, right? Right. So that's one, and um, yes, the other one is is what you all have been talking about. Now. Um, so all of you i'm glad you saw that huh? god is saying this all right look here god is saying this peter you will die peter you will die all right now why does maybe i ask it this way susan why is it that christ want to mention his death um, in regards to proving his love to the Lord, why do you think so? So the Lord says, Susan, do you love me? Then Susan says, Yes. Then then God says, Susan, you will die soon. Or oh, Susan, so you will die when, when you're old. Actually, he told him, When you're old. So, so Peter will know, Okay, I got a way to go. Right? So when you're old. Uh, why don't the Lord say if you love me, serve me why say when you're old you're going to die and, and for doing that you will die this kind of death but why does the Lord want to bring in death his death if the Lord says Susan, you will die when you're old <laughs> why do you think the Lord want to tell you that maybe, Susan will say, maybe God will say to someone else you will die when you're young What has it to do with our love, proving our love to Him? So someone, many of you already said, um, I sinned against you. I was afraid of crucifixion. Right? I was afraid of this death. I denied you. right? And now Lord, I want to show you that I love you. I, I want to, I thank you for giving me another chance. I will prove myself. I will not fear. Alright, I will go to the cross. All right, so that's one reason for sure. But why don't God say, Susan, if you love me, don't worry, you've got a whole eternity to show me your love. Right? So he talk about death. Not sure. Hmm? Yeah. So very good. Number one is, is so that Peter will really know and order his life. Time is precious. Peter will know now. Time is precious. I will die. Time is precious. But shouldn't we go whole eternity here, right? uh, is it because the reason why Peter Peter's anxiety was due to his fear and then was the fear of persecution as well? Mm. Do it again. You mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, um, okay, but, now let me ask you, wait, come to Jennifer, Jennifer, will Christians be persecuted in heaven? No. Will Christians be crucified in heaven? <laughs> Bet we could be able to catch us and crucify us in heaven. Uh, will Christians um, suffer loss on earth? Will Christians suffer loss in heaven? No. After you die, no, right? So, do you have a chance to show Christ that you're willing to make sacrifices, bear losses, and suffer when, you're go- when you go to heaven? When you go to heaven, is there still someone suffering? But now, if someone persecutes you, it only happens on earth, Right? So if you want to if someone persecute you you want to prove your love to Christ you still obey Christ no matter what they say about you right? When you go to heaven will someone say wicked things about you and persecute you? No. So is there a chance in heaven to say Lord they say these bad things about me they do this to me but Lord I will still obey you. Is there a chance to do this in heaven? No more chance right? So do you understand why God will say look Peter you will have time on earth I will give you more time even Dear old but you're going, to have, you're going to suffer terribly when you die. okay? But Peter, the time to show that this time you've learned your lesson, you want to love me, you want to show your love to me. Peter, do it when you're alive. Understand? So, uh, Veronica, when is the best time, when is the time you can show Jesus you love him? When you have to make sacrifices, obey him and temptations, when? On earth or in heaven? On earth. On earth, right? On earth. Do you understand? So Christians, when you and I think about life, i use another color. Is this so important? Or is this the most important? This, because when you go to heaven, there's no more chance to prove the Lord, Lord, so, for example, if you've been, you've been in certain sin, whatever it is, I don't know. What sin you have? Computer games. No. I don't know whether I church people play, do I church people play computer games? I don't know. They do. Uh, computer games or whatever is sinful things. Then God says, you only have the chance to give up on earth and show your love to me, you know. Now is the time. You keep saying you love me, now is the time. When you go to heaven, there's no computer games in heaven, neither will you have desire for these sinful things in heaven. There's none. All right, so Christians, please um, understand why we always tell you, young people, why we always tell you, live for Christ. If you know, show him your love, this is the time to show him. And every time you face, okay, every time you face something um, that make you want to feel, wow. You know uh if if I do more of this, I'm gonna have a lot more money, right? Wait. I don't know who I stopped that anymore. Oh here. Okay, you don't have money in your bank, I know. Hey, Ignatius, you have money in your bank? No. You also don't have? Really? Yeah. Tell you don't go back to Singapore so often. You have money in your bank account? You have some. You have some savings? You have. Now because you're a student now. If you have 1,000 in your bank account, 2,000 or, 2, or 5,000, wow, a lot of money, right? Then when you come out and work, they say, you know, actually, if I don't go to church so often, if I don't surf, uh, you know, I can do more at work. And wow, I, my bank account uh, can grow three times, you know, right? Or well, I take this job, my bank account can go three times. I need you to know this. Uh, now you see you have this amount of money. When you come out and work, You can find that suddenly your bank account can grow very fast, and the temptation is then. Therefore, at that time, you have to choose: lovers me, lovers thou me, more than this, because this is going to come very easily. You know, it's going to come very easily. Lovers thou me more than this, then you have to choose. You go to heaven, no need money. There's nothing for you to give up. If you love the Lord, you will love the Lord. But God says, Now is the chance. Lovers tell me more than this. Remember that. Or whatever it is that you're longing for. Whatever it is just longing for. Alright, so now you understand Lovers thou, personal. Love does thou me more than this. If you love me, do my will. Do my will. Okay, so remember that. What is God's will? Very simple. All these things. Witness for Him. Serve him, obey him, love him um, Glorify him that's, that's what it is But will God have specific will for you in life? Will he? Um, will God want you to be a pharmacist Want you to be a lawyer Want you to be a teacher Want you to be... What do you want to be, Chloe? Teacher? No, you don't want to be a teacher You don't like teachers Teachers are not nice people So who you want to be? What do you want to be? Don't know, alright? Don't know yet Whatever it is, God has a will for you. So you should find it, you should know it. Make sure you don't, you don't refuse to do God's will, right? You do God's will. But ultimately, God's will is glorify Him. Not what job, not what career. That is just a means to an end. Do you say means to an end? A means to an end. Joshua is means to an end. Means to an end. Ah, it means, means, means to an end. It's, it's just to help you achieve this purpose. Can you explain an example how? Okay, I'd be, a, I'd be a lawyer. Susan, I'd be a lawyer. <laughs> Can't recognize anything. All right, I'd be a lawyer. It is a means to an end. Give an example. What is the end? To glorify God. Alright? Bidness for Him. Serve Him. Obey Him. Do His will. It means to an end. So, give an example. You say, one day a lawyer, it means to an end. The end is to glorify Him. Is the end to make more money? No. Is the end to be the most famous lawyer in, in, in Perth? No. The end is this. Right? So, if it's a means to an end, when you are office, when you are in the office, what would you be thinking? I want to glorify Him. Right, then what will be, what will be, what will you be thinking of? Share the gospel, gospel. very good. A means to an end. You go there, you look at your colleagues, they are all what? Gospel opportunities. You don't look at your colleagues as, oh, who can I, who can I uh, make more money from? Who can I um, support more than I get promotion? You look at everything differently, because it's a means to an end, right? You look at it. then the, the boss say, "Well, you know, Susan, if you want to get promoted, then I tell you what, take all these weekend jobs, because you know the means to an end is to, the end is to serve him, in life, right? Then you won't take them. It's very simple. A very simple understanding of lovers, thou me more than." this. If you do, do my will. That's it. Okay. So I hope you all understand this picture very clearly in your mind. Um, then you won't go wrong. Now next. Um, now question number three, right? So question number three is very straightforward. We do very quickly. Now what caused Peter's denial of Christ what do you think Peter was afraid correct Peter was fearful um, so that he, and he was fearful of crucifixion because the Lord already said I will be lifted up the, 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 um, the Jewish leaders will kill me alright so Peter was afraid of that what, what, did, what did Christ say about how Peter will die Peter will die by crucifixion Peter will die by crucifixion. Now, sometimes the Lord will show us the very thing that we're afraid of. Let us face it. Prepare us for it. The very thing that we fear most. Now, why do you think so? The Lord says, you will die by this. this. But Peter already saw, right? The Lord died by crucifixion and he arose. What does it mean to Peter? If Peter saw Christ die by crucifixion and Christ arose, uh, G- uh, Ignatius, in Peter's mind it would be? Say, I, I'm very afraid to die, I'm afraid to die, Ooh, are crucifixion, are afraid of crucifixion. Crucifixion is sure death. Alright? Then Christ resurrected. What do you think when, when God says, Peter, you will die by crucifixion? What do you think will be in Peter's mind now? Will he still fear? Why? he saw Christ's resurrection now Christ's resurrection he keep appearing to them is to keep reminding them I am God I have power over sin I am resurrected I am me remember we keep studying that he make sure they know I'm physical hello I'm physical I'm not a sp- I'm physical I resurrected so Peter you have no need to fear for death anymore so God will bring the most fearful thing to Peter which was that and they'll tell Peter you don't have to fear it anymore, right? right? To make us realize. To make you realize. What is the greatest fear in your life? You have to ask yourself. What is that? And then whenever you think, resurrection, I have resurrection. One day, I will be resurrected. Is there anything else you need to fear? Nothing. Jennifer, uh, Veronica, are you afraid of death? Not sure. <laughs> Jennifer, are you afraid of death? a little bit what about death are you afraid of? say again, painful Okay. painful Ilim, are you afraid of death? too young to think about it now, so the Christians have no more fear if you have no fear of death because you'll be resurrected there's nothing else to fear understand that? yes, maybe we fear the pain Okay, but it's temporary. Alright, so God, so Christ made Peter confront his greatest fear and Peter would think, yeah, but you resurrected. What else, what else is there um, to fear? So what must we learn after falling into temptation when we are tried? There is forgiveness. Turn back to the Lord. All right? There is forgiveness. Turn back to the Lord. Now, don't fear those things anymore. Um don't fear the things that will cause you to sin anymore so some people fear i fear if i follow christ i will lose friendships i fear if i follow christ i would not do so well in life you have many fears god said don't fear those things those things that cause you to sin don't fear them anymore okay all right so so that's that i just want to do one more question and then we learn about about the others the rest now question number four How would you respond if you knew how you will die? How would you respond if you knew how will you die? How you will die? Cornelius, how would you respond if you know how you will die? If the Lord says, Cornelius, you're going to die in uh, three years. And die a very painful death. Too young to think about this. Justin. Justin, you're going to die in three years and you will die a painful death. What would normally go through people's mind? Normal people. Normal people. You're not normal, right? Normal people. So you say normal people first. Most people, but I mean, normal means most people. How do I use my time now? How do I use my time now? And how do you think they'll use their time? If they're told you have cancer, you're going to die in three years' time, and it's very painful, and you have three years how would they think about how they will spend their time normally right. wasted. wasted ah what do you mean wasted um, go, on holidays. go on holidays what else live a, life with no regrets. live a life with no regrets all right okay what do you mean by live a life with no regrets? Everything that you want to do, quickly go do it, right? Then you have no regrets, right? I want to go to Europe. I want to go to uh whatever. I want to eat what? I want to stay where? I want to buy, oh I've been thinking of buying this car. I'm just gonna use my bank account money and buy this car and drive it around for three years till I die. So Ignatius, you missed the question. How would you respond if you knew you will die? If you knew and you knew how he will die. Ignatius, you got cancer, in three years' time, you're going to die a very painful death. What would you be thinking of? Um, how, to, how to serve him before I die? How to serve him before I die? Uh, okay. <laughs> now, yes, now most people will think of how do I maximize my time, like Justin said. Justin mentioned how do I maximize my time and do all the things that i want? One wanting to do. I shall resign now, I have three years, I will travel here, I will eat that, I will do this, I will have that kind of that kind of lifestyle and all that to maximize our life on earth, right? Right? Most people will think of that. But the Lord says, Peter, you will die, you'll die painful death. Spend your time feeding my sheep while you're alive. that's what the Lord tell us you know will we die Uh, Joshua will we die Does the Lord need to tell us you will die we will die we already know we will die we shouldn't like I wish the Lord tell me like he told Peter you know when I go white hair I'll die we will die right we know we will die okay what kind of death we do not know yes you have a question very good yes (laughs) Okay. Alright, the question is. The Lord Jesus said he's coming. Then when before he comes, what's your question? Before he comes we haven't died yet. We haven't died here. So when the Lord Jesus comes, you're still alive. Tomorrow. Alright? Okay, tomorrow the Lord Jesus comes, you're still alive, you're still alive. Alright? HBP haven't even started yet. All right? You haven't even get promoted yet. So, uh, and your question is, what happens? Yes, will the Lord return? Yes, the Lord will return, right? When? When will the Lord return, Veronica? When will Jesus come, second coming, be? When? Do we know? The Lord says we don't know, but He will come, just like our death, Ilim. Will the Lord, Can the Lord Jesus come tomorrow? Yes. Can He come before we die? Yes. Can He come after we die? It could be. But it still means that we will die. We we will will die before He comes, or we will meet Him before we die. Either way, there is an end to our earthly life. That's the point. There is an end to our earthly life. That's the point. So we all know that we will die. Um, And therefore the point is, Know that we will die, and therefore, spend every waking moment of your life living for God. Wherever you do, whatever you're doing, that moment, do it for God, live it for God. Because you know you will die. You don't have to wait, that one quite good, actually uh, the doctor told him that he will live for three more years, at least he know how long he will live, now he know how long he can live for Christ. Don't think like that. Just say, I'm going to die one day. In fact, God says, well, I don't tell you, you may have longer life. Then you have more time to serve Him, to prove your love to Him. So wonderful. Alright, so Christians, you may be youth 180. You may be youth. Except for some of the adults in the room. Same for us. Think Think of this very clearly. I will die one day. I do not want to waste any moment for the world, for myself. All right? Most people, once they know they're going to die, they live for themselves. We know we're going to die, therefore let us treasure every moment on earth. Okay? So what is the lesson here for me? That is the lesson. Do you think of your death, Brenda? No? I'm sure most of us don't, right? Chloe, you think about when you will die? No, right? Sometimes, uh, Okay, we say, oh, will I die when I'm 80 years old or 90 years old? How is that kind of death? Now, so, so we should have our end in mind. Then we realize my life will end. My life is finite on earth. My life is finite on earth. Let me go, if it is feed the lamb, then feed the lamb. If it is to do whatever, do whatever. And do it for the Lord to the maximum of your ability. Alright? So that is all we want to cover this round. The next round we want to cover about um, the shepherd, the under shepherd and the sheep, feeding God's sheep. Okay, let's turn to God in prayer.